Welcome to The Lighter Side of Dark, Season 5, Episode 12. In today's show, of course, back by popular demand, another Florida Man episode. We're down to the final four in the one-hit wonder tournament, and the Mount Rushmore today is ice cream toppings. Looking forward to it. Let's get the show started. Welcome to The Lighter Side of Dark, Season 5. Two of the world's greatest podcasters could not make it this evening. Instead, here are your hosts, Solio and Smith. It's, it's taken an entire season, but I think we might get there by the end of the season. You know season. what it is? Every time I hear milk, instinctively, I want to say cookies because I, I think I just I've got to break that instinct in you. It's just it's, it's just, just not milk and cookies. You know, it's peanut butter and, and you know, that that's what it is. It's it's just throwing me off every time. I'm 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 ready to dive in, and all of a sudden I'm I'm hearing milk, and I'm getting. I'm getting hungry and thirsty. You're you're part of an elite group that understands what milk and abane means. Three people. That, yeah. that is and, well, elite. and and all of our listener. All of our listener. Four exactly. people. I'm sorry. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Good to see you, Sonia. Good to see you too. All right, we are. Uh, we, I'm excited about today's show because we're down to the uh, final four in the one hit wonder tournament, which yeah. is definitely going to be uh, it's been a bloodbath. But uh, yeah, but it. I'll tell you what, it's get it's going to get really hard because last week we had two two twosomes going against each other mm-hmm. and and it was a resounding victory for for both yet i don't think it's going to be a resounding victory easy this week because we're getting like i said this is like um you start out with you know eight supermodels and you get down to the last two or three. Oh, which one do i right. want uh, oh boy what a tough decision yeah, i know yeah yeah tom brady's got a tough decision even if he loses in the playoffs he goes home and Screws a Super Bowl. Poor, poor guy. I know. I really, every night I cry for, for poor Tom Brady. Yeah, poor Tom Brady. If only could he, he could achieve something in his life. Yeah, because I know he's just struggled as a second-string quarterback in Michigan and then really never amounted to anything That's in the true. NFL. Sucks. So you're on uh, Meta Facebook and all this Yammer stuff. Sort of. What is, maybe it's just my feed, but oh my God, Green Bay Packer fans are out like crazy. I have never seen so many stupid memes about, oh, the you know playoffs go through Lambeau. Green Bay's only three wins away from winning a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers MVP. I'm like, I I didn't realize how much I absolutely dislike them until now. I guess it's so cold there; they just have nothing else to do except root for the Packers. I, I don't know what else is going on in Wisconsin. I've I've only been in Wisconsin one time. And I was there doing a seminar, and I arrived on a, a Monday night. They had a car waiting for me at the airport. It was in January, by the way. Oh. Yeah. Oof. That's exactly the face well, I made. Welcome to Wisconsin. Because Wisconsin DJs have no business in January. So that's when they like to have speakers come in and do seminars. So I, I flew in on a Monday. They had a car waiting for me at the airport. It took me right to the hotel. I walked from the car to the hotel. Never left the hotel for two and a half days. Took the car back to the airport and left. Had no desire to see any part of Milwaukee. Yeah, there's, there's really I, some some cities offer a lot of culture, a lot of uh, inviting. You know, just it's just a like melting pot of, of things to see and do and people to meet. I don't get that vibe from 
Milwaukee. Yeah, I left from my uh, room on the third floor down to the room where I did the mm-hmm. seminar and ate in a hotel restaurant. And uh, I mean, you know, when when you go into when you're in town as a speaker, I guess um, anybody's a specialist who is 75 miles away. Right here, here in this area, nobody's ever hired me to do a seminar because I'm just a guy they know, local guy. But, but you know, in Wisconsin, I'm well, that guy that came all the way from Florida. Yeah. Um, so you, any other city is always cooler. But uh, they're all, oh, you know, you, are you, where, are you, let me take you out to do this. No, I'm staying in. I'm staying in. I'm a Florida guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm staying in. So, uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, to talk real quickly about uh, your thoughts on uh, how things are going to go for. Uh, the rest of the NFL playoffs. So when the Rams looked the other night, I predicted them to handle Arizona. They did. I also predicted San Francisco would beat Dallas. I, love, I, I did I, too. I love the way they did it, though. I did. Dallas fucking up. That was it's, even better. It's classic. Well, they don't have Romo anymore to throw that last minute interception, so they found a different way. Yeah. I, I will tell you that uh, my high school football coach said um, there's two ways to lose you can get beat. Or you can lose. And he goes, I have no problem if we get beat. If the other team outplays us, but we play our best game. Because I have no problem if we lose every game of the season. But I don't like it when we lose. I think that fans are the same way. If your team loses, you're pissed. But I'm more pissed if they're sloppy. If they, if they, you know, if they like get in their own way. And that yeah, the Cowboys only rushed for like 75 yards in that game, and they've got two really good running backs in Ezekiel Elliott and mm-hmm. uh, and Pollard, uh, Tony Pollard, and they've got great wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Dak is a great quarterback, threw for nearly 500 yards three weeks ago. Uh, their defense is is one of the best defenses out there. They got uh, Trayvon Diggs, an incredible cornerback. Uh, Micah Parsons will will be the defensive rookie of the year, without a doubt. And they were playing at home. They had and, a lot of uh, a lot of things going for them. Yeah, but Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo, he's a game manager. He, he's not going to throw for 450 yards and four touchdowns, but he's going to throw for 267, two touchdowns, and 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 not turn the ball over. And when you have a good defense. And Debo's been pretty impressive. That's all you need. Yeah. Yeah, D- Debo Samuel this year and Corderell Patterson. Corderell Patterson's been in the league for, I think, 11 a years. While. He was drafted by Minnesota. Minnesota, he was supposed a, to be so good, never really well, yeah, but got he, it going. He was a wide receiver, but they just used him in kick returns. Mm-hmm. And he never. And then he went to Oakland, I think, for a season mm-hmm. or two. They, they used him sparingly. Then he went to New England. Now, New England's the first one that used him out of the backfield. And then they got, and then now he's in Atlanta, and he he turned out to be a better running back statistically than Dalvin Cook of the Vikings, who played all, all year. It's amazing how sometimes you just need to find the right spot for someone to fit in, and, and all of a sudden he's like a double threat now. And Debo you know? Samuel, it's like I'm thinking every time he touches the ball, he gets seven point six yards. So. That's the that's I felt like he was that X factor against. Dallas and and you know again just a casual observer I don't have really a, I'm not a fan of either team but he's so dangerous uh, this we, we got on this topic because I brought up the NFL memes about uh, the Packers and his, they, there was one up there oh you know the 49ers coming to town you know here kitty 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 here you know and I'm like I put on there I said yeah the last time you guys said this Colin Kaepernick showed up and spanked your ass. And that's that's probably something they'd like to forget about given the, the yeah, last few he years. He rushed in that game for 190 yards yeah. in that game up in Lambeau where, where it was, oh, Aaron Rodgers is going to kill you know Ka- Kaepernick. No. 
So let's not uh, count your chickens. The Steelers got knocked out, which should surprise no one. It's like saying the Eiffel Tower comes to a point. Um, but uh, that's Big Ben's last year. He had a, he had a just an okay year. Everybody's like, oh, Ben, Ben, yeah, he's he's definitely going to be Hall of Fame because he ended up being fifth overall and so many different statistics. Yeah. A um, couple Super Bowls for us, so congratulations. Thank you, Ben. I appreciate that. But, yeah, time, time, time to move on. It's amazing. It lasted as long as he did. I mean, I think, like, wow, Eli retired a few years ago now, and suddenly you look up and Ben Roethlisberger's still behind center, and I'm like, wow. I knew he was hanging him up, but uh, I'd say he's lasted longer than anyone has any right to when they're playing a professional football. I don't know how, I don't know how you can last a season, the, the bruising. They say it's like being in a car wreck. Wives describe it as their husbands are waking up Monday morning after being in a really serious I believe car it. accident. Yeah. I've watched enough football to, to absolutely believe it. You know, I, I've played football, tackle football with pads, but I've also played tackle football just to, you know, with my own body as my own protection. Sure. And uh, not anywhere even close to a professional level. But, yeah, I mean, after the game, it's like, wow, but man, still, where, where's the hot tub? Yeah. And these guys are, are six foot. Five two hundred and eighty pounds. I know running a, a, a five a five point oh forty, and hitting each other at you know. And, and I guess I guess them being both in great shape helps one absorb the other. But to still to the idea of getting hit or tackled by someone with that kind of speed and strength is just like it makes me sick to my stomach. Really, I can't imagine. <laughs> they, they called they, uh, they there was a a thing that they did at the end of the season this year. It was on ESPN and. It, ESPN's NFL primetime, and it was uh, it was called Welcome to the NFL. It was like hits that were given to rookies this year, and you could hear some of the guys mouthing or saying the words "Welcome to the NFL." I mean, it's just just blow, blown up, man. Not like their cleats are still on the ground; their yeah. bodies eight feet away. I can only imagine the difference. Yeah. So the Buccaneers got a uh, tough road, uh, a tough road to hoe this week with the Rams coming to town because the Rams beat them earlier this year. An interesting little <clears throat> side story: uh, Raheem Morris coming back to town yes, as the defensive coordinator for the Rams. Interesting. Old yes. friend Raheem, it do what it do. Good old uh, Raheem that a lot of people in Tampa. I, I think he was hired too young. He, that's that was it. He's a good mind. He was just not ready for the head coach job, but he'll he'll have a job and he'll get a gig again. Yep, yeah, he's uh, he's seasoned now. I I say you look for him uh, possibly in the Giants or possibly Maybe. Houston. The Giants need something. They need a whole redo, and I'm I'm all about it. I'm ready. What what it, now? If you were uh, what? For those of you that speak English, I'm gonna try that again. What's the big deal with if you don't make the Super Bowl, fire the coach? It's a knee-jerk reaction, and it's it's always been every year. There's always two or three coaches to get, but it seems like now, yeah. it's coaches that have been there like a minute. Yeah, and John McKay was the inaugural coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. He was two and twenty-six in his first two seasons. Two and twenty-six in his first two seasons. Yeah. But he said when he took over the team in 76, the expansion team, he said, I will have this team in the playoffs within five years. And in 1979-1980, the Buccaneers made it to the NFC Championship game at Tampa Stadium and lost to the Los Angeles Rams 9 to nothing. So you can make it to the playoffs within five years with an expansion franchise. It's been done. Oh, that's like a five-year plan, you know, like we're brand new. 
and it's, I guess you could say, I guess uh, the American society is that way with the president now. The president's supposed to take over whatever mess they inherited from the person before. Right. And fix it in and, two, two months. Yeah, and fix it in three months. Or, or we sometimes say, oh, we'll give you nine months. I mean, you it know. took four years to break it this bad. It was, you know, just an endless string of, of, of attempts to make yeah, things see, worse. Americans want everything instantaneous. Like, they so do. It's like dieting. You're right. If you, if, if, if I were to say to myself... I'm uh, I'm 50 pounds overweight. Let's say I say I'm 50 pounds overweight. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is lose a pound a week for a year. Gradual weight loss, and I'm right where I want to be. Right. Wouldn't hurt myself, my health at all. Right. Be the, be the healthy way to do it. But no, people want, you know, I lost 15 pounds in two weeks on blah, blah, blah diet program. Right. They want the instant fix. They, they want to be... They want to be you know, 15 pounds a month, 15 to 20 a month, because they want it done like that. Greatest diet plan I ever heard. A guy literally lost 71 pounds in one day. I mean, the machine at the gym ripped his right leg off. But it's effective. 71 pounds. Weight is weight. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You didn't specify, sir. I'm sorry. You you, you can't argue that. But now everybody (laughs) wants the the government fixed in in a year. They want their football team to go from being a laughing stock to rising stock. Right. No, that's true. And worst to first, worst to first, has only happened like four times in the NFL. You were a last place team the year before, and you were either in the Super Bowl or won the Super Bowl the next year. Yeah. There's been fifty. There's been fifty-five of these damn Super Bowls. Okay, it doesn't happen very often. It takes a while. Now, the coaches with the best winning percentage of the last twenty years are the longest tenured coaches. Now you could say, well, that's why they got long tenure because they win. I say it's the opposite. I say because they've been there a long time, they've learned how to coach and how to make their team better. You definitely need an opportunity. Belichick, Tomlin. Pete Carroll. Yeah. Belichick took a little while. Yeah, but I mean, but and then when the, he got the, it, the Browns got rid of him after he took him to the playoffs. Yeah, and then they fired. Just kind of, right. Well, like uh, the Dolphins, coach. I'm I'm waiting for someone to scoop him up. They yeah. didn't make the playoffs, but they won like eight out of nine. Yeah, and then they just I guess because he didn't get along with the GM and the quarterback, but it's you know, egos get in the way too. I can imagine Tomlin, Belichick. Um, I've drawn a complete blank on the Saints coach now. Oh, uh, Sean Payton. Yeah, Sean Payton. And um, the Seahawks coach. Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll, thank you very much. I've drawn a blank on both those names. The, these are the, some of the longest tenured coaches. Yeah. And they're the ones with five, six, seven division titles. And and Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. Yeah, that's amazing. Really. It's, you know, this, this is a turnover. Yeah. It's the NFL. <laughs> All right. Well, um, our listeners love Florida Man, Paul. They truly do. Hey, uh, kids. It's because they you like know to what s- time it is. Hey, oh. it's time for that famous game show, Florida Man. There have been some crazy, definitely not safe for work stories coming out of the Sunshine State these days. It seems truth is stranger than fiction. In Florida Man, you wind your way from Pensacola to Key West by guessing which of these outrageous Florida Man headlines is not true. Let's welcome our competitors. Here we go, Florida Man 2020. All right. Florida Man. Uh, You're going to read to me first, I guess. All right. So, uh, again, we're trying to knock off days in jail with each correct answer. Currently, currently I'm back up to 20 days. 20 days. I'm at like 25 or something. 24. 24. 24. Now, one of these is fake. Two of these are real. We're trying to figure out which is the fake. 
Here's story A. Florida man claiming to be a vampire puts out Craigslist ad for fresh human blood. B. Florida woman forces husband to sign divorce papers at gunpoint. Or C. Florida man arrested for allegedly breaking into a house and trying on baby clothes. That's Florida man claiming to be a vampire puts out a Craigslist ad for fresh human blood. Florida woman forces husband to sign divorce papers at gunpoint. Florida man arrested for allegedly breaking into a house and trying on baby clothes. Okay. Um, Is it possible that all three of them are true? In Florida, yes, I do think it is. But according to this, only one. Only one they know of, or two they know of are true, and one is fake. I, uh, I believe I heard the first one. I, I believe that's a true story. So I know I got to go between the two nut job cases that are left. I'm going to go with um, man breaks into house to try on baby clothes. Believe it or not, it is it as it actually is a Florida man claiming to be a vampire puts out Craigslist ad for fresh human blood. So. Either, maybe they were not aware of it happening, or it just sounds like another Tuesday or, or Wednesday in Florida. I'm back up to 21 days. 21, I days. 21 days. I got as low as 16, and now I have just been, oh, this is terrible. You know what? I, I just think it's your boring-ass monotone voice. That's I what it is. I can't, I can't guess. I can't gauge any... If I keep it, if I keep everything even, the story, it shows how ridiculous they all are and how none of them really stand out more than the other. And that's. Okay, all here right. we go. Eyewitness News Channel 11. A Florida man was arrested for murder while walking out of prison. Eyewitness News Channel 6. Florida man caught with illegal gun in pocket claims pants aren't his. And C, Eyewitness News Channel 7, Florida woman passes gas, pulls knife on offended man. Here they are again. A Florida man arrested for murder while walking out of prison. Okay. Florida man caught with illegal gun in pocket claims pants aren't his. Or C, Florida woman passes gas and then pulls knife on offended man. Loving this game. I hope we never get out of jail. This is. I don't think we're going to, and I think that's fine because I really, until I get through all of, we have a huge box of questions, by the way, so it's going to take us a while. This could take into next season and beyond. Boy, all right. So, man arrested for murder while murder while working out of prison. Man caught with illegal gun in pocket claims pants are his. These pants are not mine. And Florida woman passes (laughs) gas. Paul's knife on, on the offended man. man. So, so she farts on a guy, and then has the and he has the audacity to be upset by it, so that she decides he needs to get shanked. Boy, all right. Yeah, you pass gas before me. Why was it your time? Uh, and then you got B, where the whole um that that's one of those what had happened was. I mean, no, no, these aren't my pants. I don't know what happened. So that's yikes. That's. 
plausible, I suppose, because some people really think that they could say anything. I think these are all good. They're I, all pretty I, good. A good random card I picked. And 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 murdering someone on the way out of prison. I mean, that could happen. Well, that doesn't say he murdered them on the way out. Arrested for murder while walking out of prison, which means they they could have had a case against him. Wait for him to get out of prison, That's true. and then arrest him again on a different charge. Yeah, there, there could or, be. A- they may have killed somebody in the prison, and they didn't find out until. I mean, this could be the the this could be a result of some kind of mental illness. So it very well could be true. But I'm gonna pick C. The Florida woman passes gas and then pulls a knife on the offended man. You'll be happy to know, Paul, that even though I've been going the wrong way, you've been going the right way. You're back to going the wrong way. That is wrong. So that actually happened. That actually happened. A woman farted on a guy, then got pissed that he was upset about it and yep. had the audacity to say, how dare you? The made-up headline was, Florida man caught with illegal gun in pocket claims pants aren't his. What had happened was, these are my grandpa's pants. Yeah, see, man, I don't. Uh, they planted, they planted some grass on me, man. I didn't know I was carrying it around. How much grass they find on you? Two hundred pounds. Two hundred. All right. Well, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get this one right. I'm gonna get Dan. You do. Get so much closer to coming home to my lovely wife, having good food again. No more commissary food. No more, me. no more baloney. All right. A Florida man lets ten-year-old steer car on cruise control while he sleeps in passenger seat. B. Florida man attempts to smoke crack in ICU, almost burns down hospital. Or C. Florida man flashes buttocks at IHOP after impersonating a police officer to get free food. That's A. Florida man lets 10-year-old steer car on cruise control. Totally believable. While he sleeps in passenger seat. Florida man attempts to smoke crack in ICU, almost burns down hospital. Again, totally believable. Florida man. And Florida man flashes buttocks at IHOP after impersonating a police officer to get free food. Bullshit. I'm calling that one. I'm going with C. It is A. Believe it or not. Son of a bitch. I would have picked C for what it's worth because the others are kind of generally plausible. I feel like the, the, the cruise control thing is something I've seen or read or heard about ten times over, honestly. See, um, I decided I was just going to go with my initial gut reaction and get one right, and if I'm back and damn it, it doesn't seem to really matter. It doesn't seem to matter what we do, Florida man. If he if if they well, want to fool us, they maybe they'll put us to. in the same cell, hang with each other. <sighs> We're going to be writing right. songs and music together. All right, take two. All right, this one we've done before. Okay. God, any God. Okay. Uh, a, A, story A, a Florida man arrested outside Olive Garden for shirtless, drunken pasta eating. Okay. B, a Florida woman disowns her family after they do not show for her birthday party. Hmm. C, a Florida man bitten by a shark catches the same shark and says he'll eat it. So, A, a Florida man arrested outside Olive Garden for shirtless, drunken pasta eating. B, a Florida woman disowns family after they do not show for her birthday party. Or C, a Florida man bit by a shark catches the same shark and says he'll eat it. Boy, you know, I like to try and 
trying to eliminate, but then I realize as I start talking, it doesn't make, make a whole lot of help. We got a lot of anglers in Florida, so it's perfectly plausible to think that some guy got bit by a shark. It was like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. I'm not gonna get mad now. I'm gonna take a number. Yeah, I'm gonna catch it. I'm gonna get him later. Yeah, and I'm gonna eat him. And I'm gonna eat him, eat him, bite him. It's possible. The 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 thing that that gets me is the odds of being able to just go back get that same shark. I don't know. Maybe a good angler can do it. It's possible. We've also got a guy arrested outside of an Olive Garden, drunk, eating pasta shirtless. I thought that was the only way you're supposed to eat at Olive Garden, drunk and shirtless. Hey, so, your family. You're, when you hear your family, so to me, that's that's how you eat pasta. Um, but so that, that, that could have happened, but... And then the other was the... Um, Woman who disowns her family for not dis- showing to her birthday party. Disowns her family for not showing to her birthday party. I feel like that's just another Tuesday on Facebook and in, in the lives of I, most I agree. most women. Um, so it could be a fake one because it's a generic one. I'm going to go with just playing the odds. The guy who caught the very shark that bit him and said, I'm going to eat you. Boy. We are really batting zero to bed today. Zero today. Well, good. I, I, I got to say, that's impressive to be able to pull that off. So good for you for fooling me because I can't even find the mosquito that bit me two seconds ago. But you're you're not up to the most days you've been in jail. 27. You're up to 26 now. So 26. about to break your record. The, the incorrect one was a Florida woman disowns her family after they do not show for her birthday party. Which, again, whoever put these together, I got, I got to give nothing but, but credit. We ought to look up the person or who who is the originator. I might have to start going with the generic ones because that those seem to be the ones that are throwing me today. And then when I do that, it's going to be the specific ones. Specific ones, Mm -hmm. correct? All right, I got one more chance here to to keep myself close to the original twenty-one days. Here we go. Florida man wears gator skull on head while skateboarding in sparkly evening gown. Florida man steals eight hundred and fifty pairs of underwear from Victoria's Secret. Florida man attacked by 10-foot alligator while hog hunting with his wife. I'll read those three again. Florida man wears gator skull on head while skateboarding in sparkly evening gown. Florida man steals 850 pairs of underwear from Victoria's Secret. Florida man attacked by 10-foot alligator while hog hunting with his wife. All very Florida man deep exasperated sigh Mm -hmm. well the the first approach of the just instinct it didn't work right so this time it's more focus we're going to see if we can please repeat the first one again Florida man wears gator skull on head while skateboarding in sparkly evening gown okay stealing 850 pairs Mm -hmm. of underwear from Victoria's Secret underwear um that sounds believable. I've tried. It's just—it's hard to get more than eight hundred at a time. But I've tried to steal um, eight women who work at Victoria's Secret. They don't get them into a van, but no, only one s- of them got off her phone just long enough to realize it wasn't a public bus. And that's all it takes. And that's I'm and then they tell all their friends. Yes, I'm a Florida man too. <laughs> and then they get pictures of me when I walk in. Um, the last one also sounds plausible. Mm-hmm. A guy out hog hunting uh, gets gets 
attacked by a gator. Sure. Did it say eaten or attacked by? Um, attacked by. Okay. I'm going to go with the first one, the alligator head and the sparkly dress. Redemption, ladies and gentlemen. We have redemption. Finally. On question three. All of these oddly and eerily specific, so that didn't help this time, but you just had to go with the one that maybe was the most random mishmash of things. A gator skull while he's skateboarding wearing a gown. I, I mean, that does remind me of one of my uncles, but it's still... It was the fake one. So you well, got you the got one it. you were named after? Yeah, yes, of course. <laughs> Go <to> Uncle Paulie. <laughs> hey, Paulie's again here, skating around. Okay. Wow. I just read the first one on here and went, <laughs> you've got to be kidding me. Okay, uh, Paul, here comes your three choices of the uh, final round of Florida Man, episode 12 edition. Florida Man wearing homemade knife necklace threatens neighbor. Florida man wearing a homemade knife necklace threatens neighbor. Doesn't say that he's threatening him with the knife necklace. Not necessarily. Just your second choice in the Florida man is Florida woman gets plastic surgery a record twenty-eight times to look like a comic book character. Mm-hmm. Okay. Florida woman gets plastic surgery a record twenty-eight mm-hmm. times to look like a comic book character. Or see a Florida woman dressed as fire-breathing mermaid catches herself on fire at a children's party. Boy. Florida so, woman dressed as fire-breathing mermaid catches herself <clears throat> on fire at a children's party. And then the woman before that, uh, the comic... Had, she, had she had record, uh, 28 20. plastic surgeries trying to look like a comic book hero. And then we had the uh, first one with the man with a knife necklace. Homemade knife necklace. Homemade knife necklace. Threatens his neighbor. Yeah. Well, I mean, anybody, if the homemade knife necklace was legit, that seems like the kind of person who might threaten their neighbor. So that's potentially a plausible scenario. Um, Plastic surgery is extremely popular now, and a lot of people want to look like others. A lot of people want to look like Kim Kardashian. Uh, good luck. So that's plausible, too. I would wear her out. I swear to God, I would. I think she's gorgeous. I don't want to hear her talk. I think that's what the red ball gag is for. I think it was invented for... It was invented for a reason. and A, and, a woman who's like that. And it wasn't for sports. So, uh, you know, I think you're probably onto something. And then we have the, uh, the last one is the um, woman who... Uh, dressed as a fire-breathing a mermaid, fire-breathing mermaid that then caught herself on, herself on fire at a children's party, no less. So, um, boy, a lot happened in there. None of it very good. Mommy, 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 I want a fire-breathing mermaid at my party. Well, Sounds like a Florida kind of thing. It, it, it does. I think the fake one is, uh, and just because I feel like it's, maybe they would be more specific with, with, with whom or maybe they can't, but for licensing reasons. I think B is fake. I think the woman who got 28 plastic surgeries to look like a, a superhero or comic book character is fake. Congratulations. Got one that salvaged it. I feel like they would have said, uh, maybe with Spider, to, to look like, you know, S- Superwoman or something, but my reasoning doesn't matter. It, it, it's never, it never really makes sense. It's just, did you guess right or not? And Ask me if I've seen the new Spider-Man movie. Have you seen it? No. Ask me if I'm going to. Are you? No. Me neither. That was a quick review. I'm tired of it. Enough.
give we gotta give the super movie heroes like a just a cool down. Yeah, I'm 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 totally okay with Avengers. Yeah, because I think there's enough going on there, and there's enough comic interaction. That's it. But but I I don't necessarily like superheroes who don't like to have their powers. I don't know if I want all this responsibility. Stop. Just yeah. stop. Your, call you whiny man. I'm just... Yeah. My son loves Spider-Man. I, I, can just, I just can't, I can't stand him. Just can't get into him. I just can't get into him. There are, you know, really, I think people identify with different superheroes for different reasons, and, and it seems like Spider-Man is almost more of a pet peeve. I don't think he'd be invited to your superhero meeting. If you would have one, well, Iron and, Man and all the Avengers movies is like, kid, get out of here, just, just, just leave. We really don't need you. Just go back to the newspaper place. And it's... in DC, the Flash is, is the same kid. And right. Like, okay, you're fast. I get it. You're fast. You're all fast. right, Usain. We, we get it. <laughs> okay. It's like look at it, you know, at uh, Christy Brinkley back in the day. Okay, we get it. You're pretty. Uh, yeah. Twenty-seven magazine covers this year. We get it. You're pretty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you are back to twenty-five days in jail. I'm back to the original twenty-one. All right. So I got as low as 16. The lowest you've ever gotten, if you're ready for this, was 24. Oh, boy. You have never been below I've hovered. 21 days. I am Mr. Mean. You have, you're, Mr. Medium. You're, you're, you're a long timer in I, prison. I, am, I, I haven't moved the needle at all, is what I'm trying to say. There we go. Well, guess what? That is a good wrap-up segment number one. We'll be back with uh, two. Uno momento, por favor. You are listening to The Lighter Side of Dark with Solio and Smith. I am Smith. I'm Solio. And we'll be right back with segment number two after these musical commercial interludes. Hey, everyone. This is Solio from The Lighter Side of Dark, and I want to talk about my favorite bakery in the whole world, Cuppy Cakes. If you live in the greater Tampa Bay area and you have a special event coming up, uh, wedding, birthday, getting off probation, I want you to give them a call, go to their website, check out their work. It is impeccable. They've been around since 2011, and they make the most incredible custom cakes you'll ever see. www.ourcuppycakes.com, or you can find them on Pinterest, Instagram, or Facebook. Check them out today. I promise you won't be disappointed. Cuppy Cakes where life is sweet. Do you have old furniture that you just don't like anymore? Instead of throwing it away, donating it, or selling it at a yard sale, then spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on new furniture, consider having your old furniture redone. My wife and I did, and we don't regret it. The bedroom set was great. It was well-built. Just the old oak finish was not only worn out, but outdated. The good people at Obsessed Distressed Furniture took them and made it look like we had a whole new set. And it was a lot less than paying for a new one. They can do just about any color combination combination and adding that distressed look is really in style nowadays. From bedroom sets, dining room sets, to even a simple coffee table and end tables. Whatever your needs, they even sell furniture they've already completed. So visit their website at obsesseddistressed.com or call 352-600-8221 or look them up on Facebook. Obsessed Distressed Furniture, making your old furniture new again. We abide by all CDC and COVID restriction requirements. Lighter Side of Dark featured musical artist. Been a fun season uh, this year doing our first ever One Hit Wonders tournament. Mm. 
we are down to our final four. And I must give you amazing props because just about the entirety of the final four, 75% of the final four, were were they uh, songs that you chose. All right. Well, hey. And I, 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 I guess we're, uh, some of our listeners have already complained that this has turned out to be the 1980s one-hit wonder tournament because well, we've had no other decades represented in the one-hit wonder tournament except for the 80s. Do you think that's a demographic thing that most of our audience is probably well, in their 40s? That is definitely part of it. Yes, I also think that we we've had some, but they we've had some, but they have not advanced. So the 80s songs that have gone up against any other songs have advanced past because I, I remember one one i brought i had a couple of uh, 70s or 60s play that funky music made it to the eight mm-hmm. I, I had a spirit Gro- in the sky Gro- that didn't Groove, advance Groove is in the heart made it to the final that eight. was 90s yeah and return of the mac made that it, was 90s made it to the to the final eight so it, it was more varied than it seems it's just when we got down to the final four the 80s have it right now. That's well, it. La- last week it was Don't Worry Be Happy versus <clears throat> Walking on Sunshine. It was a walk in the park for Don't Worry Be Happy. Really? Trounced Interesting. Walking in Sunshine. Okay. I thought I thought it would be closer, but I've said that and before. And Return of the Mac will not be returning. Take on me. Take on me will be taking on. Dominant. Dominant yeah. victory. Okay. Kind of a, I guess you could say we have, we do not have, we have a uh, unanimous decision. The judges went with. Unanimous in this. Yeah, unanimous. So the uh, the ones that are going against each other this week are Tainted Love versus Mickey. Don't Worry, Be Happy versus Take On Me. Okay. Um, <clears throat> let's let's just talk about the four songs. Yeah, because we, we've not, talked about them before. Let's not try to advocate so much and say I want. I mean, I chose Tainted Love. You chose Mickey. Mm-hmm. I kind of had a funny feeling these two were gonna somehow butt heads, end up in the end uh, towards each other. Different different types of songs. You know, ones more. Uh, these are contrasting in terms of attitude, which is interesting. You've got the the Tainted Love, which is sort of that moody, British sort of take on it, and then. Uh, certainly danceable, clubby, picture smoking lights for this kind of a dance floor. I don't even remember the video for this. I don't even know if this song even had a video. It was probably a basic one where it was maybe just the band. The band. I'm guessing. The clap. You missed the second clap. I did. I was under the table. You suck. So we got Tainted Love, which we really can't remember the video, versus the iconic video. That's true. This is the video remember when you try to forget it. Tony Basil. Tony Basil. I think it's Basil. Is she an herb or is she Because it, it, uh, it wasn't Basil Rathbone. It was Basil Rathbone. That's, I'm thinking... I've heard I've heard both, so I'm just going to assume that it's whatever we want it to be. Um, yeah, cheerleader video, low budget, sort yeah, of had that. Be, being D, being a DJ for 34 years, the song that's going to work dance wise between the two is "Tainted Love." Yes, but the song that uh, I think just is it, it just reeks of upbeat happiness. Mickey it would have been interesting to have Mickey go against "Walking on Sunshine" because they were very similar songs. Mm-hmm. Upbeat, happy, positive, real like a kind of a fast. And um, I think the thing that gets the the, the hey Mickey is is the this the sing of the sing along ability of it is sing along ability yeah sing along ability that's that's in the dictionary I think right next to uh, rock ballady yeah and 
it's whether it's ironic or not people tend to sing that at some point uh if they hear it uh, they just sing along or chant along or they start clapping or they start doing you you start doing the hand gesture right like like the the pom-poms okay exactly so it's it's kind of a fun stupid song um whereas tainted love is more of an angsty song and i think it just depends on what you what you kind of cling more to, or what you, you identify just take words with. and just throw a Y at the end. You realize that? Yes, I, that's all I ever do. Life is a series of adverbs. Angsty, <laughs> angsty, rock ballady, mm-hmm. sing along ability. I just created a dictionary of Y words <laughs> <laughs> and why. Um, so now the audience has to choose between Mickey and Tainted Love. Mm-hmm. Which one is going to make it to it next week's last episode of, of Season 5? Are we going happy? Are we going sad? Are we going, you know, distraught over losing this 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 love which is now tainted? Yes. Or are we going to sing the praises of a man named Mickey and tell him how fine he is and, I will and t- he blows my mind? And I will tell you that um, whoever wins this, we're, we, we're taking our break uh, after uh, next week's episode, we'll be taking our uh, our break, mm. which will probably fall into February. So we'll probably be back uh, first week of March. Um, we are going to, during that time off, we are going to do our very, very best to reach out to the label and publicist of the winner, because you guys will not know this is our cliffhanger for the season. That's true. We'll, give, we'll have a month to figure it out, too. Yeah. We, we, we know which song will win. And we'll debut that in episode one of season six, at which point we will reach out to the publicist and the label and try to get the singer or songwriter who and get them on our show. That would be great. I think, I think we got to do that. Somebody has to be sitting around bored thinking, God, I wish someone would ask me about the glory days and really get to know me as a person. You never know. We might be talking to this guy. Because... There, he's made it to the Final Four. Don't worry, be happy. Good old yes. Bobby Mick. Mr. Bobby. Bobby McFerrin. He looks happy. He seems happy enough to maybe want to have a conversation about how happy he was when he wrote this. That is true. So I'm just going to cross my fingers. Taking on Bobby McFerrin is Take On Me. Take On Me. So it should be Take On Bobby McFerrin. Take On, Taking On. Again, we got a song who, a song that was crazy popular versus a song that had a crazy popular video. Mm-hmm. I mean, the song was popular, but the video, I, people remember it so well. And the name of this group again was... Uh-huh. 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 Named by a Jewish grandpa. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know what we should name our band. Hmm. Uh-huh. 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 Hey, that's a good one, that's Grandpa. Good. Thank you. Tell us about that one. Ah, what do you know from funny, you bastard? What is this, Velvet? Hey, look, it's Kunta Kinte and Ebola. Which was a great scene from Coming to America, too. Yes. Anyway, Bobby McFerrin, Don't Worry, Be Happy, an entire song done by his vocal patterns. Just him. Him, he is the percussion, he is the melody, he is the, the bass, he is all of it. He is the rhythm. He is the he's a melodious cacophony of human sounds. Endless. He just, just his body is his instrument, as he always would say. That could be taken a lot of ways, I suppose. Um, but in this case, I think he means it 
in a uh, wholesome way. A, a few of our a few of our listeners on uh, Twitter were kind of chastising us. Why didn't you think of this? Why didn't you think of that? Why this song is much bigger? Why didn't you, you know? Why didn't you guys send them in? Because yeah. we started at the beginning of this season. All they had to do was say, uh, "Who let the dogs out?" Which was one somebody sent in. And uh, and then somebody sent in a bust a move. I said, "Ha, huh, sorry, we already tried that one. We put that one in." We there. did. We you did. Guys, that. You guys voted it out, and it didn't didn't make. Who let the dogs out was a massive one hit wonder, but I just don't know that it's going to be something somebody's going to be talking about thirty years from now. That's the kind of song that would, it, it, if it advances one round, it would be because it went up against an equally annoying song, trendy song. You know, that's not the kind of song that's going to still be played you know like Gangnam Style it was fun but it's not going to win a one hit wonder tournament because it's just not it's a, it's a little too I don't know I don't even know why I just know it well, wouldn't I mean if you think of that song from a, probably five years ago five six years ago uh, by Silento Watch uh, me, yeah, whip. watch me. The, watch uh, me nay nay yeah. and watch me whip the whip, whip and the nay nay watch yep. me nay nay that, that had a that had a popularity at, at parties yeah, of about six weeks. Yeah, it was, and it was a younger demographic too. The, the younger they were, the more they liked. The launch that. window closed on that one pretty quickly. Yeah, once in a blue moon, I'll get a request for it, but it's always like the sixth or seventh dance song uh, on a younger group that is wanting to do the wobble, and like that is sort of that vibe. But it's never something I'm like thinking I'm going to be playing at that, a show. And that stupid song from years ago. Uh, Superman at home, oh, whatever god. that was. Oh god, that was terrible. That was um, don't even uh, care. Yeah, the, the, don't the, even the, care. I know. I I, I know. It's, well. I mean, I would if I was going to be a, a a pop star, a rock star, whatever. I would rather have a career of twenty five years of songs that crept <clears throat> into the top ten, sure, and sold a lot of albums and toured. Then have one big massive hit and then literally never be heard of again. That would like drive me Aqua, nuts. Aqua, the Barbie girl. Oh God! And and just think that you know if you're a one-hit wonder or if you're only known for one song, any time you do a show, that is literally the only thing they want to hear. If you don't open with it, they're not what listening. They're just waiting for you to close with it. If you if you don't play it at all, you're screwed. So you have to play it. You're probably sick of it. You probably hate it more than most normal people do so it's going to be one of those it's a blessing and a curse you know if it makes your royalties great listen uh, there, there were there were a few mistakes we made this year where we thought a, a song was the only hit by that artist and we found out the hard way after the fact right. some of our listeners brought it to our now we'll verify caught it ourselves but people were like uh on, on twitter they're like you know you're stupid ache you break your heart was the biggest one hit wonder of all time Except for the fact that he had nine other songs. That's the problem. He's he's <clears throat> no, most known for that. But if he charted with anything else, that was the whole problem with Vanilla Ice. Remember, we we thought we had that in the bag. I actually was like, ah, we'll save that one because we know that's going to beat whoever it's up against. And then we realized, wait, play that funky music. His rendition uh, made it briefly into the charts. For you know. For whatever reason, when an artist is super hot, even if it's a one-hit wonder, sometimes he'll get that secondary or she'll get that secondary hit in there. Was it worth it, Ice? You ruined your chance at the tournament for this. Check it out. 
Cause ice is rhyming To the top I keep on climbing Suckers Oh my god Oh, so and, and you know it's weird because he has this his flow is at least consistent it's terrible but it's, at least it's consistent it sounds like i say's baby just with a different sampling and a different take on a on a different song yet for some reason that under pressure riff that he it just it worked like magic for him that bass line they laid down in between uh, that it just worked they couldn't recapture that in anything else and yet he technically is not a one-hit wonder, even with a name like. Robbie. I think he would have won it. I think so too. I was planning on it until until we had that that sort of you know late discovery, that wrench in the works, the record scratch, if you will. Wait a minute, Vanilla Ice, he's not who you think he is. That reminds me of that uh, Living Color episode parody where Jim Carrey played him. And he was, oh he God, was Robbie Van Wink. Yeah. And, and, what's your and, real and, name? And, what's your name? What's your name? Robbie Van Winkle. Why <laughs> you change it? Nothing rhymes with Winkle. <laughs> yeah, and then he. <laughs> and of course, Jim Carrey's physical, physical comedy. Just the, the way he can do, mimic that is 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 just all over the place. They are doing a. You know how they did that movie Bewitched. Yes. With uh, Nicole Brent- Kidman and I think Will Ferrell. I think was uh, yes, yeah. it was Wolfo. They are doing a movie of the Dick Van Dyke show. Interesting. Jim Carrey plays Dick Van Dyke, which I think is I, good casting. I think so too. But you will be surprised at the woman who is being cast as his uh, as his wife. Who is it? Jennifer Aniston, with her hair dyed as a brunette. Really? Yes. That is so odd. Now you think of think of the. She probably was as close to Mary Tyler Moore, like maybe. It, yeah, she's got the comedic chops to pull. She off. does have comedic chops. That's and the I, thing. She looks good as a brunette, and she's not. It's funny you say that because I really think her strength, honestly, is her comedic timing. She's she's really good at it. Very underrated and underappreciated. And maybe because Friends was her first big hit, and and what everyone knew her for. They didn't appreciate it because she was part of an ensemble. But I would argue that that's part of why she hasn't been as successful is that punchy nature, that that sort of rhythm of a sitcom, she's good at that. And I bet if there's anything like that, since it is Dick Van Dyke and, and that was sort of the rhythm of the show, I, I wonder. I would love to see her have a have like sort of a comeback hit where they finally like, oh, Jennifer Aniston was great in this and it was playing to her strengths. But I never, you know, any role she's had, like, it's never really taken advantage of that. It's their, their movies are a different pace than sitcoms. She was she was great in Just Go With It with Adam Sandler. Okay. She was great in We're the Millers. Yeah. Especially the scene at one hour and twenty two minutes in. <laughs> yes. Playing with her other talents. At I'm that just point. telling you that if I if that was on VCR, that tape would be worn really thin. Right about that. Is that where it gets area. all just, wa- warbly? Of, yeah, kind of grainy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of grainy. Well, the weather must have gotten to this part. Yeah, because they were looking to find one of those like cold, dark-haired, you know, pasty-skinned brunette actresses that sure. are out there now. And then finally, somebody said, "No, let's. We can dye hair. We can put it's dark true. hair on her." Yeah. Um, you need someone with the chops or someone who could pull off the you know it has to the timing and the cadence has to be the the other the other casting they're looking at um what's the the chubby kid seth seth rogan or or yeah it could be seth rogan or no (laughs) seth uh the shorter he's that kid one seth something or other um 
as uh, as Buddy, as Buddy uh, Buddy Sorrell on the Dick Van Dyke show. Okay. Then they need somebody to uh, who Rose Marie played, and I think they're looking at um, somebody like Bette Midler, something like that. Interesting. Because it's a movie, not a sitcom. Right, so right, right. They're looking for a movie actors. Sure. But, uh, yeah, there's a lot of great movies uh, that, that, that kind of got put on the shelf due to COVID. The Smokey and the Bandit remake is now being talked about as, as being done again. And uh, the remake, I'm looking so forward to, the remake of Fletch with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, interesting. As Fletch. is going to be great. Well, let's get back to uh, wrapping up our one-hit wonder uh, Final Four. So the Final Four you're looking at, guys, uh, is you're looking at uh, Tainted Love versus Mickey. Choose one. Tainted Love or Mickey. It's going to be on the Facebook page. Please vote. <laughs> and like they used to say to the Democrats in Chicago, vote, vote early and vote often. Uh, or you have Don't Worry, Be Happy versus Take On Me. What's your prediction? I think Take On Me is probably going to win the tournament. That's my prediction. But first, they would have to beat Don't Worry, Be Happy. Uh, as for the other one, I think Tainted Love is going to win. I think it's going to be Darkness versus a comic book. But that's... I don't know if I've gotten my prediction right and, and, right yet. And I'm, I'm seeing Don't Worry, Be Happy is going to probably pull this thing out. Okay. If I had to make a prediction... Like the Super Bowl, I'm thinking right now is going to be the Packers and the Chiefs, but the Rams easily could be. So there. maybe we Bucks think easily, or the Bills could be there. The winner know. of our NFC Championship here with "Don't Worry, Be Happy" and "Take on Me" is going to win the Super Bowl. Is that kind of kind of where kind of the direction yeah. I'm uh, I'm heading with that? So that's going to be on the Facebook page uh, tonight. So please go on there and vote accordingly. And next next week we'll be down to the 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 championship bout. Uh, at which point we will uh, expouse our knowledge and uh, and wisdom on uh, what we think is going to happen, and then uh, we will announce the winner and present uh, the uh, the winner with it. Or you know what? Even if we can't get in touch with the publicist or the singer or whatever, I think we should mail them a certificate of of appreciation. Something, some you, some you, kind of way to reach won out. The first ever Lighter Side of the Dark podcast one hit wonder one hit wonder tournament, tournament put up against. Any one-hit wonder we could think. I'm sure they would be so thrilled to say that they were called a one-hit wonder. They would yeah. really. They would be like, "Oh well, fuck you. What have you done with your life?" Well, I mean, the truth <laughs> of the matter is, they they actually went up against because we were, gosh, forty-eight songs before we got down to the final eight. Yeah, yeah. There's no shame in it. I don't know how. I guess it depends on whether the. The uh, the person has an ego or not. That's usually the, the, how you can predict the way things are going to go. If if they have an ego, with no matter what, it's going to go badly. Uh, and if they don't, they might have fun with it. They might not, but at least it won't be uh, a shit show. All right. Well, that's going to take care of episode uh, twelve, season five, segment two. The One Hit Wonder Tournament, as brought to you by the Lighter Side of the Dark, Osolio and Smith, uh, Mount Rushmore segment coming up right after this. One of my personal favorites. We haven't done this one yet. The top four ice cream toppings. Ice cream toppings. We hadn't, t- we hadn't touched on that. We topic. haven't had a, a, a tasty uh, food-related one in a while, so I'm, I'm excited to uh, to relive my, well, not my past, my you know, every week you can have ice cream. I had some last night. Yeah, there's no law. As we uh, go into segment number three, we'll play a little bit of a honorable mention for One Hit Wonder. Who let the dogs out? Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. 
Looking for a unique and different kind of entertainment for your next fun event? Try a real live TV style game show at your home or your next event. All your favorites, The Feud, Jeopardy, Pyramid, Match Game, The Really Wed Game, and on and on. This is no board game or DVD version. This is the real deal. Full-blown TV setups just like going to Hollywood but saving you the trip to the West Coast. All ages love game shows and styles available to fit all budgets. Call 727-531-8880 or visit the website at GameShowParty.com and plan your next event being the one everybody will be talking about. Game Show Party, located right here in the Tampa Bay area. Social distancing guidelines respected. Hey everyone, it's Solio from the lighter side of dark. Let's be honest, 2020 has not been a lot of fun so far and we could all probably use some laughs. When I need some laughs, my favorite place in the world to be is at Side Splitters Comedy Club in Tampa, Florida. Live stand-up comedy every Wednesday through Sunday night. Nationally touring acts. There's even acts you've probably never heard of that are hilarious. If you've never seen a live stand-up show, I want you to go. They are so much different in person, and they are so much better. You feel the energy. You really feel like you're part of something special. Sidesplitterscomedy.com. You can get your tickets online. You can pick out your seats online, so you can sit wherever you want. If you want to be in the back because you're afraid, that's fine. You can do that. Go to sidesplitterscomedy.com and grab your tickets today. Now it's time for our Mount Rushmore segment, brought to you by Sidesplitters Comedy Club in Tampa. Science Letters Comedy Club now has a bunch of locations. Of course, the original one on uh, Dale Mabry over in Carrollwood. Uh, let's see, Wesley Chapel has a, an amazing, it's a, it's a theater. It's a big theater setup. And uh, now I understand they have a location in St. Petersburg Saint, Saint as well. So they are expanding. Paul? Who's at the see. split this week? This week in the uh, Tampa, that's the flagship location, is Michael Palisak. Um, I've had a chance to work with Michael a few years back. Uh, he's a great comic, originally from Chicago, uh, Wabash in, in the Chicago area. Uh, Wabash, Indiana, then moved to Chicago. Now he lives in L.A., but he uh, recently performed on both the, the James Corden and the Stephen Colbert show in the same year. Um, he's got over a million views on YouTube. He's got a long resume of, of shows like that, like Letterman, Leno, uh, Craig Ferguson. He was on Conan. He was a top five finalist on Last Comic. Can I can I mention how much I miss Craig Ferguson? I love Craig Ferguson, man. I wish yeah. they would bring him back somehow, some way. I think we were starting to talk about how ahead of the head of himself he was, or ahead of the time he was. I, I would love it if they gave him a show too. Um, so yeah, he's been on it. And uh, Michael, his style is great. It's, he's kind of like, he's very likable, has this almost like a, almost an innocence. You know, a lot, a lot of comics are very cynical, angry, mean, they're punched down. Are you it's saying Lewis Black is not just a ray of sunshine? Exactly. He's not like that. His style has more of a, a innocence or likability to it. Kind of, I don't want to say goofy because he's very smart. Um, but it, it's it's unique and you have a likability. I've seen you oh, on stage. Well, thank people, you. People like you. You have a likability. Well, that's a that's an important. I think that's an important. When that guy threw quality. that water bottle at you and said you suck, you thanked him. I said I was thirsty. How did you know? Thank you so and, much. And he stopped. Yeah, that's what happens. But uh, and he's and he's a very prolific writer too. Uh, anytime I've I've worked with Michael, ladies I've seen and gentlemen, him. security took him out. He had yes. a case of water. He had a case of water. Um, but he, Michael, he's seen Solio's performances before. Wow, that's uh, that, that would have explained it. 
but yeah, Michael, he'll, he'll be in the back writing, you know, in between shows, just put on his headphones and, and just, he's always working. So uh, that's, you know, that's the kind of mentality you have to have. So yeah, Michael Palasak will be at the uh, Tampa location this week. Let's see, the 20th, Thursday the 20th through Sunday the 23rd. Get your tickets online, sidesplitterscomedy.com, and you can just go from there. Just pick your seats. And according to your promo, if you want to sit in the back because you're afraid, you can you can. Yeah, you don't have to sit up front. You don't have to sit up front. Some yeah. people, that was always the first question. People, you're not going to pick on me, are you? Like, I mean, not every comic does that anyway, but just you don't have to sit in the front row if you don't want any opportunity for that to happen. I would have no problem sitting in the front row of any comedy show I've ever been to, except one. On a cruise, seven, eight years ago, um, Mark the guy who, uh, a long friend of ours who passed away this past year, his wife was celebrating her 40th birthday. And he said, oh, we're going to do a big 40th birthday cruise for my wife. Everybody's coming. He starts planning this about a year ahead of time. So my wife and I sign up. Heck yeah. Everybody else is on Facebook going, oh, heck yeah, we're coming. Heck yeah, we're coming. If it's Robin's birthday, heck yeah, we're coming. Absolutely, we're coming. Get a little bit closer to the event. So I'm reaching out to Mark said, hey, you know, David and his wife coming, you know, Paul and his wife coming, uh, you know, Steve and his wife coming. And then he's like, well, no, everybody just kind of kind of backed out. So it's going to be Robin and I and you and your wife and your ex and her mother. Oh, what? Yes. So I went on a cruise with my wife and an ex who I'd been on a cruise with before um, and her mother. Well, at least that wasn't weird as shit. Yes. <laughs> Dinner conversation was incredible. Uh, now, now I, I, I could paint a, a rougher picture of the situation, but my ex and I actually get along very well. well that's, we speak three or four times a year. Okay. I would like to think that we're close. And I would even go as far as to say there will always be a special place for her because she was a great person. Sure. We just didn't turn out to be that great together. Yeah. And there wasn't uh, kind of that it factor that 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 romantic attraction yeah, it has to you be that. want with your partner she was just such a good person but it just it just wasn't there yeah, you gotta and have the did, chemistry we did, and we dated for a long time and we lived together and 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 she's great yeah she's very happily married right now and i'm, I'm thrilled for her but there we were on this cruise and they wanted to go to the comedy show and they wanted to set up front Ooh. no i said uh-uh <laughs> no i will jump off this boat <laughs> before because I could just picture the community looking down going, hey, so you, guys, so you guys married? How long have you guys been married? Okay, what about you two? She would have said, I'm his ex. I guarantee you she would have said. And then that would have started it, Thanks. and then everybody in the cruise ship would have known. Mm -hmm. I know what it's like to be popular on a cruise ship, because I've won the Harry Chess competition a record eight times. Wow. Eight times. And not just because I have a Harry Chess. you got to dance. you got to put on a show. Yeah. Eight-time winner right here, baby. Next time I go on the cruise, I'm taking a black and white headshot of me with the eight medals around my neck and holding eight trophies. And just like a comedian gets their headshot with their name at the bottom, I'm gonna add, I'm gonna sit the side. When I win my ninth, people can come over with their picture taken with me, and I'll sign eight by tens. I'm gonna do that shit. Oh, I'm not, I'm not how many nine-time winners of the Harry Chess Contest on cruises have you ever met? I personally have never met any. Zero. I think I am it. I haven't even met an eight-time winner before I met you, so no, there you go. Now you have. Well, our Mount Rushmore today is about ice cream oh. topping. Everybody loves ice cream. Dedicate one to the ladies. Sometimes they're bad. You need something to keep you cool. 
Ah, now summertime's here, babe. Need something to keep you cool. Van Halen, here we go. Better look out now, though. Dave's got something for you. Tell you what it is. I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. On my mind, I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. Trying to find all the songs that have ice cream in them. <laughs> this group is called Montana of 300. J Storm. 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 Okay, give me Van Halen. Yeah. I'll, I'll listen to Dave. Okay, so what we are talking about today is uh, ice cream toppings. Not ice cream flavors. Right. Ice cream toppings. That would be its own stratosphere. Things? You <laughs> it sounds like a family feud question. Things? Name a popular thing you put on the top of ice cream. Huh. Survey says. Good answer. I'm going to let you uh, start off. All right. And I, this I, could be your favorite or just one I, that you think should be carved on the I think I think I'm going to go with the one that is probably the most accessible or most recognizable just to kind of get that one out of the way. And that is Rainbow Sprinkles. Sprinkles. Good yes. man. Good man. Not necessarily my favorite, but the colors that, you know, kids love them. My wife loves them. You know what, you know what I think Rainbow Sprinkles are to ice cream? It's the lingerie of ice cream. Maybe that's what it is—the window dressing. You know, it's sort the of just. It's the long, it makes just vanilla ice cream look like ooh, yeah, like ooh. a million bucks. Ooh, really? It takes vanilla. Because you know, you take a look at your your woman, and you know, she's standing there naked, and you're going, you put some lingerie on her. All of a sudden, it's like, ooh, ooh, the ba- the the basics have been enhanced. Yeah, it's yeah. it's an enhancer. It's like a it's like a gravy master. Yeah. You know, you just put a little in. It's like Worcestershire. I, I think we need to. Adds, I think we need to basically chocolate sprinkles, rainbow uh, sprinkles. I think we should. It should cover sprinkle. All. Yeah, maybe rainbow jimmies in general. Just yeah. the chocolate rainbow jimmies, whichever ones you like. But they add an undeniable. Did you just fun. start talking southern right there and call them rainbow jimmies? Rainbow jimmies. Yeah, they call them. Down there, so, some, I don't know if that's a southern thing or a midwestern thing. It might be midwestern. Might be midwestern. I never grew up. I call them sprinkles. Well, we'll have to ask our our, our listener. Uh, if that's uh, from the Midwest, I think or, it's. I've never heard it referred to as Jimmy's. So it must be Midwest. Was south. I think it's South. That's my guess. Oh, it is a South. Okay. I think it is the South. We'll see. Or so I'm from, from the Midwest originally. So. That's true. Yeah. That's true. You're Indiana, so. Yeah, they called. Uh, they called it pop. Let's go out and get a pop. pop. That's for sure. Pop. It's not and, soda. Uh, it's not Coke. Enjoy it's not called a grocery bag. It's called a sack. A sack. A brown paper sack, not a brown paper. Bag. A sack Paper lunch. Sack. And they also refer to our first president as George Washington. Oh, so you wash your clothes and you, you, and you wash, your, wash car, your president. Take your car to the car wash. Interesting. There's yeah, a I got to get home, wash a load of clothes. I, I pronounced it that way until I moved to Florida and was ridiculed. And they told you to <laughs> take the R out. Yeah. They go, where's the R? And I go, what are you talking about? The R in wash. Well, I'm going to take my wash to another laundromat. Thank you very yeah. much. So uh, sprinkles. Good choice. That was on my list. With sprinkles sure. was definitely was definitely on sort there. of a basic. Uh, so now that now that I've gotten sprinkles out of the way, what what did I what did I miss? What chocolate is, syrup? Chocolate syrup, of course. Plain, we build it a Sunday now. Yes, chocolate and syrup, right there. Sure. Yep. Goes on anything. Just just get, get Hershey's and just squirt, squirt, mm-hmm. squirt, squirt, squirt. Can really watch, watch it run down like lava on an ice cream volcano. Do you ever have magic shell growing up? Yes, just, yes, yes. Kind of, I guess that's kind of in a similar family, just a harder version. Like it just kind of. 
you can, chocolate you syrup. Can, you, can, you can use that. Uh, you can use that as a sexual aid too. Uh, you know, probably a little easier than than uh, syrup because at least it firms up, so you're not getting all those stains on the sheets. It only. Uh, I was only with one uh, one young lady that uh, asked about doing that, and uh, so uh, she got my. Uh, <clears throat> let's just say she was a colonel. She got my privates to attention, and uh, covered it with the. Uh, Oh, magic shell! With the magic shell, huh. and I will tell you that uh, it was it was black. It looked bigger. Just telling you right off the right off the bat, that's, right there. That's the secret. I, that. gu- I guarantee you, our our listener Vicky laughed out loud to that bit I just did right there. Vicky, that one was for you. Um, yeah, so there it was. It just looked bigger. It looked bigger than the uh, than the cream colored magic that's, shell. That's, that's the secret. Just a little <laughs> little magic shell dries. Yeah. You have to sit there and wait a few minutes. Just, you know, don't eat it yet, honey. Just keep talking dirty to <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep just talking dirty to me. Give me another 10 minutes. It's At that particular time in my life, I had no problem maintaining erection for four hours without Viagra. Um, but I will say that they, I love the Viagra ad. If you experience an erection lasting more than four hours, call a doctor. Are you kidding? I'm going to call you, my other friends, take pictures, bring over the family for ring toss. I mean, I'm going to no- I'm going to notify the Guinness Book of World Records. It's a party point. at that point. At a certain point, it's just a celebration. Got to tell you a funny a funny joke story joke that I saw on Facebook that I thought was hilarious. Uh, I'm 58, and the reason why I this thing started a 58 year old man. Uh, leaves a, a note to his wife, and it says, uh, "Honey, um, it's over. I've decided to take a break from you. You've kind of let yourself go over the years, so I'm going to be uh, meeting my new secretary, who's 18 years old, at a motel just outside of town, and I'm going to be spending the night with her. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm really sorry, but you've kind of let yourself go, and she's young and virile and nubile." So he comes home the next morning, and sitting where he had left the note is a note from his wife. It says, um, I too, honey, have realized that you're 58 and I'm 58, and you've kind of let yourself go as well. And I decided that uh, I was going to, uh, since it was okay to do this, I was going to go ahead and meet my uh, 18-year-old student. I'm a college professor. I'm going to meet one of my 18-year-old students who's been after me for a long time, and I'm going to meet with him because he's young and nubile and virile. But you do realize that I'm a math professor, so I just want to make sure that you're aware of the math equation to how this works. <clears throat> 57 can't go into 18 as many times as 18 can go into 58. <laughs> so, enjoy. <laughs> you got to love that. That is, uh, boy... That's Seg- like something you've been waiting your whole life to say. <clears throat> Segway right into that one from talking about covering your dick with... Uh, <laughs> from ma- magic shell. <clears throat> so, so far in the Mount Rushmore of uh, ice cream toppings, we have sprinkles and chocolate syrup. I now turn things over to my co-host, Solio, to tell you the third thing Boy. that he would carve on the Mount Rushmore of ice cream toppings. We're waiting with bated breath. I mean, you know, this is where it gets interesting, because if we're building a sundae, there's a couple left that I that I can think of. Does whipped cream count as a topping? It certainly does. Then we have to have whipped cream up there. Well, how would Stewie say it? Whipped cream? No, cool whip. Cool, cool whip. Cool whip. Cool whip. And Brian would go, why are you doing that? But I'm saying cool whip. No, there's no H. Say whip. Whip. Say cool. Cool. Say cool whip. Cool whip. Whip. Cool whip. Yes. H-W-H. Yep. Yeah, we've been here for a while. Yeah, cool whip. Absolutely. 
Yeah. <clears throat> cool whip, ready whip, whip cream, fresh whip. I'll whip some fresh cream. You uh, do realize that everything we're talking about here could also be a topping during sex. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we, maybe that's it. Toppings during ice cream slash sex. You got to be it, careful though, because uh, one time I was with a girl and she put uh, chocolate syrup and whipped cream and sprinkles on my Johnson. It looked so good. I took a bite out of it myself and tried to go to the hospital. It Ouch. Yeah, it was embarrassing. Well, lesson learned. Yes. Let that be a lesson. Never never bite your own dick, even if it's dressed up with uh, chocolate. <laughs> you know, we all make that mistake once. I can tell you this. If if I could do that, I'd never leave the house. I think like, If I could blow myself, I'd literally never leave the house. Probably why it's anatomically difficult. I'm a classy broad. I wouldn't swallow. But my point is, so we got Cool, we got cool Whip. Now, cool, what, what is whip. your preference between Cool Whip and the generic versions? Uh, I prefer to make fresh whipped cream myself if not i prefer cool whip over ready whip in the can i do yeah I, I so, just, so there is a difference in my opinion between cool whip cool and whip. Uh, the public version of cool whip yeah there is. is probably not so cool i don't know if i want to know what the difference is you know probably not eating it enough to, to tell but i i would i would think uh cool and it's good on jello too and pudding it kind of it serve both purposes yeah, so, pie pie yeah big slap of Cool Whip right on a pot. Mount Rushmore of things that Cool Whip is good on. There we go. <laughs> Just changing gears mid-sentence. Egg-zactly. So we've got whipped cream. We've got sprinkles. We've got uh, chocolate syrup. Yep. I'm missing a couple things. I, and now, I, and we're not talking about going to an ice cream place where they've got 2,900 things that you can put right. on. Because you could, you could put gummy bears. You right. can we, put if that was the case, we'd have crushed Heath Bar yeah, in there. You can literally have anything. I think the I think there really is kind of the the big four. Yeah, and we're talking about chopped nuts, chopped peanuts. Yeah, chopped nuts of some sort. Yeah, chopped walnuts, it could be, actually it could peanuts. be whatever, but peanuts yeah. is typical. Uh, I like I like pecans, candied pecans. I make for the holidays. Those are really good on ice yes. cream. I have decided we will talk like this for the rest of the podcast. Perfect. That is wonderful. I would like to have some of your pecan pie. Oh, pecan pie. I mean, that's Sally. We will talk like this. It was a good film. Great movie. I, yeah, but I got to tell you, there was, there was, that's an often quoted uh, rom-com. Um, but I will say that I, I love it when he looks at her and he goes, uh, she goes, I'm low maintenance. He goes, no, you're actually the worst kind. You're high maintenance, but you, you think, think you're low maintenance. I'll take, the top, I'll take the Cobb salad with the eggs and tomato on the side. And I'd like to have a, um, uh, a sandwich with grilled cheese, but only, only standard grilled cheddar. And I'd like to have the... You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like goes down the list. Right. That's all great. Kinds of stuff. Really, really do. Uh, I, I do like that movie. They have very kind of likable chemistry. I guess the two of them. Not you know Billy Crystal. Not necessarily the the the, the first person you think of in romantic comedy, but it worked well. I thought. Yeah, he had a couple uh, rom coms that were pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, one that was called uh, Forget Paris with him and Deborah Winger. Oh wow, I know. I was, forgot about that. Which was uh, it was a very interesting uh, concept. He was an NBA referee in that movie. Okay. And um, I forgot about that. I, I do remember now you say it. You know, there was a movie that came out in the early '80s. I think '82 or '83, and it had uh, Dudley Moore in it. It was called Mickey and Maud. Mm-hmm. I remember that. And it was on the other night, and I watched it again. I don't think I'd seen it since it was in the theaters. Wow. I really do miss Dudley Moore. I loved him and Arthur. Yeah. I thought his 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 comedy was fantastic in Arthur. I still think Arthur is one of the top five funniest movies of all time, in my opinion. Yeah. 
So uh, I don't know how we got off on this again. Harry met Sally. Or Ice the, cream the pecan and pie. Pecan. That's what we're talking about. So the nuts. The I nuts see, will I, do it. I see how our I see how our mind works. Mm-hmm. Just just I, I just go off on tangents all the time. So any, any other honorable mentions you can think? Maybe of? should we throw the cherry on there? The the maraschino cherry on top of Mount Rushmore on Don't. top on top of the four toppings to, yeah. to top it off. Do you like cherries? Uh, I don't like cherries. You know, I, I sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't like, I don't like cherry in, in flavoring either. No, I, I I like it sometimes. I will offer it. You know, if my wife wants that that like little with the whipped cream still kind of. She can have it, but but if not, sometimes I'll eat it. And then halfway through, I'm like, this isn't as good as I thought it was going to be. It's too sweet. Yeah, I mean, I I don't. I've I've eaten fresh blueberries. Sure. I've eaten fresh like blackberries and raspberries like where you pick them. Sure. But I can't think of the last time I had anything that was berry that I really wanted to eat. Halleberry. There we go. Halleberry. There you go. I would eat me some halleberry. That was you answered uh, the question that was unanswerable. But, but I don't do strawberries, blackberry, raspberries, cherries, anything. I just I just it's not acquired it's taste not for me. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Not a fan. Yeah, so the cherry. Some people just leave the cherry on top. Some people give it away. But uh, it didn't make the list. It was sort of the extra. Yeah, and usually. strawberry topping. I would say a lot of people would oh, like strawberry some topping people like ice this. cream. Yeah, I could, but, I could live without it. But now we're getting into basically... Then you're starting to get into those... Bananas, having a banana split. Is that a topping? Right. Or is that or do you a, want a, fruit a dessert? You know. So yeah. You so... I think we covered the essentials. Yeah, the I think I don't. Th- I don't think we'd have a hard time uh, really being able to find one that would crack that top four. You got peanuts, you got chocolate syrup, you got Cool Whip, and you have sprinkles. Yeah, I don't think you can bump any of those. That's for sure. You could argue that there's certainly other toppings. Like there's, you know, when you go to like a frozen that's yogurt. That's the tainted place. love, Mickey. Don't worry, be happy, and take on me of, of topping. It, that's what it is. We've narrowed it down. The four best one at wonders the four best toppings and we're going to settle it all <laughs> the one hit wonder will take on the topping one winner yep and of course our good friends with van halen singing ice cream man brought back a uh, this was an album cut i think from diver down maybe wow that so that's wonder, way like, way back what was that 79 something like that late, late 70s, 70s I, mean, I was in high school when this came out, because I remember there's a friend of ours who was playing acoustic guitar, so we would sit in the cafeteria little, uh, bluesy and riff. jam along with this. Better look out now, though. Dave's got something for you. Tell you what it is. I'm your ice cream man. Stop me when I'm passing by. Oh my, my, I'm your ice cream When the ice cream man showed up when you were little, Paul, you know, back in the 80s mm. when all these songs were popular, what, would you, what was your go-to? The ice cream man would pull up. Man. That's a tough one. I, I did. I, I think chocolate eclair, sh- strawberry shortcake. Though were, those were always solid choices. I also like the drumstick, the peel off with that weird triangle shaped cone. If you were to ask me right now, I would say I don't like drumsticks. But whenever I was offered one, I always oh, you ate take one. It. And it was the opposite of the cherry. Once I got into it, I'm like, oh, this is good. Yeah. But looking at it, it didn't have a peel. No, it's. It looks like okay. This is the cafeteria food of of ice cream, but it's not that bad. In the seventies, when the ice cream, when we'd hear that ice cream man jingle, you know, playing around sure. the corner, everybody starts screaming, "Ice cream man!" You'd run to your house mm-hmm. and get into your mom's purse and grab whatever change that she had, and you'd rush out. And mine, mine was always orange related. Okay, either a, either a dream sickle mm-hmm. or a bomb pop. Yep. Oh, excuse me, push up. 
So push you up. went the fruity the orange, route. The orange sherbet that you pushed up in mm-hmm. the little Push tube. up pop or push. Literally, those tubes were old toilet paper uh, yeah. enclosures. I'm dead serious. Yeah. They, they coated them on the inside, and that's where they got them from. I, I swear to you, same, same manufacturer. I believe it. Yeah. They should have made it like brown sherbet. It really and it would have been per- just really lean right in. paper you tear off of it, and mm-hmm. you just wipe your mouth when you're done, and it's yeah, gross. Just like, to kids, it's chocolate. Mm, there we go. Yum. Good, you're better than <laughs> All right, well, it's been a fun show today. Uh, Florida Man, we were one for three. One for three each. That's, that today. seems to be the, the average lately. I'm, I'm, I'm in... We're, we're going in the wrong direction. I'm in limbo. I move up, I move back, I move up, I move back. I just kind of sit in my cell all day. And, of course, the One Hit Wonder Tournament, we need your votes. So please go to the Facebook page, uh, LSD Podcast, Lighter Side of Dark on Facebook. Uh, there will be the link on there where you can listen to today's show. Hopefully you're already listening. Uh, and then uh, let us know so that they are going against each other. It's not You're not picking the best two, so you can't pick, for example, Tainted Love and Mickey. It doesn't work that way. Tainted Love versus Mickey, Don't Worry, Be Happy versus Take On Me. So either... It's going to be Tainted Love versus Take On Me or Don't Worry, Be Happy, or Mickey versus Don't Worry, Be Happy or Take On Me. And we need your help on that. So, uh, Paul, where's uh, where else can uh, people see us If you uh, or, or listen to us? If you live in the metaverse, you can find us there, LSD Podcast. You can search for, uh, you could search for Lighter Side of Dark. That'll work, too. Or you can just Google Lighter Side of Dark. you probably find our website that way, which is, you'll never believe it. Lightersideofdark.com. Spelled the way God intended. Just the way it intended. And, and for um, El Spanish, uh, speak, uh, el, el, el Siete Ocho Dos, or something like that. Yes, 782. Um, uh, also, if you want to email us, which we sometimes get uh, emails from time to time with suggestions, I guess would be the word. Uh, listener, singular, listener at lightersideofdark.com. You can reach us that way and say hello or tell us what you'd like us to do or not do or stop doing or, or start doing. They really like Florida Man. Uh, we'll keep doing Florida Man. People too. are saying that they play along with that. They hear the three and they go, I think it's this one. And then they're like, I would. Well, whenever I hear like a, like a wait, wait, don't tell me or any of those trivia shows up, I usually just listen in because I'm like, all right, what is it? Oh, I was right. Good. I'm smarter than this person. It makes me feel better. Excellente. Well, Paul, it's been a pleasure working with me. It has, hasn't it? Everybody be uh, be safe out there, be good, and we will uh, see you next week for the final episode of uh, Season 5, Hard to Believe. I can't believe it. Thanks for joining us, guys. Lighter Side of the Dark podcast is a brainchild of DJs Rob Smith and Paul Solio, a weekly podcast recorded in the famed DJ School Studios in Spring Hill, Florida. Original music provided by Seth Book and a local Tampa band called Utska. Announcer, Dave Anthony. Nothing in the podcast is meant to be taken seriously for entertainment purposes only. Written and produced by both Rob Smith and Paul Solio. Visions of RSP Events and Entertainment and Solio Entertainment. Edited by Rob Smith. Written by Paul Solio. 
Hey everybody, Rob Smith here from The Lighter Side of Dark. Thanks for taking a few minutes out of your busy day to listen to one of our podcasts. Don't be afraid to go back in the archives and start at the beginning. Season one, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like. But first of all, thanks for being a listener. We do appreciate it.